Imagine a world where it's obvious what's right and what's wrong. A place where you can tell the difference between good and bad. No questions asked, no explanations required. The thick red line will help deal with poor performance. For you, your team, your organisation. Want to get to grips and make excellence your mission? Listen up as we explore the thick red line. The passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Collectively, we'll all have a good idea what to expect next Monday, the 19th of September, the day of Her Majesty's state funeral. There'll be pageantry, flags, King Charles III, flanked by Camilla, the Queen Consort, Princes William and Harry. The BBC will do an amazing job, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of other broadcasters from around the world too. The Met Police will do their bit, as too will the military personnel involved in the processions and the outpouring of stories and adoration from the British public. Queues will form, and stories from those queues will emerge. We can also expect an event in our lives that few will have ever witnessed before, and an event that will get talked about and treasured for years to come. So what can we learn from the thick red line? How can a state's funeral help us create a culture of excellence? The Thick Red Line is all about setting expectations. It's about being very clear about what's acceptable and what's unacceptable. It helps us avoid ambiguity and separates poor from satisfactory. So when planning the state funeral, the royal family and relevant authorities will need to make the difference between poor and satisfactory as stark as possible. Now, naturally, they'll have had some help along the way, and I'm sure the planning of Her Majesty's funeral has been a thing ever since she ascended the throne. So, for those of you who are familiar with the EGSP framework, you'll know and understand these four simple words. Excellent, good, satisfactory and poor. And together, these four words can help set expectations for everyone involved, including the royal family. So let's apply the EGSP framework and the thick red line to Her Majesty's state funeral scheduled for Monday 19th of September. Let's start our journey with poor. It's far easier to define poor and gain acceptance than starting with excellent straight off the bat. So what would poor look like? Well, here's a few of my suggestions. Let's consider media coverage. You'd have poor views of the procession and service. You may have the coverage will be cut short and we only see the highlights. You'll have key moments that are perhaps missed. You know, that would be poor. And you'd have poor sound quality or poor commentary along the way. If we think about the royal family and the words and actions, poor could be that someone steps out of line. Someone says something or does something that's highly inappropriate and alienates part of the UK or a member of the Commonwealth. Key contenders could be you know, Prince Andrew or Prince Harry, though I'm sure they'll be too aware of the situation. If we think about security, poor could be a serious breach of security, with something that disrupts the running of the state funeral. Transport and logistics, well, poor would be we're unable to get in and out of London or Windsor, especially with the scheduled rail strikes during you know, the month of September. 
poor could also be in terms of kind of viewing areas that perhaps, you know, dangerous or perhaps too crowded due to, you know, too many people in one certain area. And then we've got feelings. Poor would be, as a member of the public, you're left with a negative feeling or sour taste you know, towards the monarchy and British society. So just a bit of a recap. These are things that I would consider unacceptable at the state funeral in terms of you know, media coverage, the royal family, security, transport and feelings. But before we move on, is there anything that you'd add to this list? So let's talk about satisfactory. This is what we consider acceptable as a minimum. We know we can do better, but this would you know, tick the boxes and would lead to a satisfactory state funeral. What would the British public expect as a minimum? Well, going through those, those key areas again, in terms of media coverage, it'd be live coverage and all the key moments are covered. Commentary may be interrupted due to sound, but not the visuals. You'd have a constant stream of video footage. In terms of words and actions from the royal family, all the royals would behave themselves and there'd be nothing or no one out of place. If in doubt, they'd say nout. And security, all the soldiers and military personnel, which I'm sure will be involved, you know, the hundreds and thousands that will be involved, will all know what they're doing. They'll have dress rehearsals, you know, practice, practice and practice. We'll let the professionals do their job for, you know, that's what they've been training for. In terms of transport and logistics, satisfactory, well, there may be some delays and disruption. You know, it'll be inevitable with the large crowds and the queues every which way. You know, people expect that. But you'd still be able to get where you wanted you know, on time. You know, it may have taken you a bit longer, may have been a bit more complicated, but at least you'd have got to see the funeral. And then feelings. The funeral will have ticked all the boxes for you. Satisfactory would have had the pomp, the ceremony. The new king and queen consort would be on show, as too the princes of the future and heirs to the throne. So that's satisfactory, what you know, I would consider acceptable as a minimum. Now, in terms of creating a culture of high performance, all focus now needs to be on ensuring steering away from poor and hitting that satisfactory. For that is our, our start for 10. And that's how we get over the thick red line. Once we're happy that we can achieve a satisfactory, then we can start looking to improvements. So what would good look like? Well, this is what we've come to expect from a royal funeral. And in recent years or over the last couple of decades, we've had a few. You know, personally, I remember you know, Princess Margaret back in 2002, certainly when it was announced on the news that she'd passed away. And then we had Elizabeth, the Queen Mother's funeral, a few weeks later. Many of you will remember Diana, Princess Wales, back in 1997, when there was an outpouring of emotion from the British public and around the world. And then more recently, we had Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, only last year. So let's revisit a few of those themes. In terms of media coverage, well, that's what we'd come to expect. It's not just the, you know, the, the overall coverage, but would have close-ups, would have good commentary. It'll be a general you know, good feed across all broadcasters. In terms of words and actions, everything would just run smoothly. The security, you know, good, would be running smoothly. And the transport and logistics, well, I'm sure they've prepared for it and it'll run smoothly. And then feelings, you know, how you left afterwards. You know, 
you'll be satisfied. Not only will you be satisfied, but yet you'll consider the actual planning of the state funeral to be good. So good, as a reminder, is what we would expect from a state funeral. So what would excellent look like? Well, I believe this is where we're heading. The state funeral will be an event that will get talked about in a positive sense for years, decades and generations to come. Not only here in the UK, but I believe around the world. King Charles III will make his mark on the world stage and the royal family will be the bedrock of British society for at least another generation or two. Thinking about it, poor would lead to the collapse, or you know, could lead to the collapse of the royal family, or significant decline in popularity, and that's certainly something Her Majesty wouldn't have wished for. So let's go through a few of those themes then, in terms of excellence. Your media coverage would be up close and personal. Some of the images will stick with you a lifetime. And you'll have presenters, especially on the BBC, I'm sure, that'll make you feel as though you were there. And there'll be poignant passages of prose. In terms of the words and actions of the royal family, well, they'll have all behaved themselves impeccably. But there'll also be nothing too sterile. You know, that you know, perhaps would be considered satisfactory. In terms of security, well, it'll almost go unnoticed and wouldn't take centre stage or ruin any element of the proceedings. And if there was any significant disturbance, it would be dealt with without causing any disruption and would typically be played down. But let's be honest, when you've got half the world's leaders in one place, then the potential for something to happen could be high. Transport and logistics, well, everyone gets to and from where they need to be without issue. And transport isn't a talking point after the event. Something that I learned only today was that the streets of Whitehall and Westminster will be cleared of all street furniture. That's the traffic lights and security barriers that might break the spell of kind of pageantry along the way. And we'll have union flags, not just down the mall, but also on the doorways of the hotels and clubs around the capital. And then feelings. What would excellent look like? Well, I think the state funeral would make you feel proud to have been involved watched or witnessed this global event. And whether you're British, a member of the Commonwealth, or anyone with a vague interest in the Royals, Britain, and the passing of a global leader for 70 years, you'll have been moved by the events. What else would be excellent? Well, perhaps an element of surprise that captures the public's imagination. A simple walkabout, a poignant moment, a magical moment, you know, a finishing touch that delights a nation and pleases a global audience. I'm sure the Queen will have had her own wishes to be carried out, just like Prince Philip at his funeral, whose coffin was carried on the back of a specially converted and commissioned Land Rover Defender. What do you think? What do you think EGSP would look like to you? Perhaps before we move on, you may want to reflect for a moment and consider what excellent, good, satisfactory and poor would look like to you. So what can we learn? What can we learn from the thick red line and the passing of Queen Elizabeth II? What can we all learn and how can we apply these lessons to ourselves, our teams and our organisations? Well, we've explored the EGSP framework. That's the excellent, good, satisfactory and poor. Now, if you can imagine a thick red line being drawn between poor and satisfactory, 
So ignore excellent and good, let's just focus on poor and satisfactory and a thick red line between them. Now we need to make this line as thick as possible. For a thick red line separates you know, poor and satisfactory. It'll help you differentiate this success from failure. A thick red line will make it obvious what's acceptable and unacceptable and help us achieve a culture of excellence. And just like Pareto in his 80-20 rule, the thick red line will help resolve the majority of your performance issues. So before we wrap up, let's just look at five ways we can cross the thick red line and get from poor to satisfactory. So first off, proper planning. Now you may have heard the expression about six Ps that proper planning prevents poor performance. Well, absolutely, when it comes to this. And the monarchy and British government will have been planning this event for decades with what-if scenarios, what happens, and also in what location. It may have been dusted down every year or when a significant change in the monarchy occurred. So in terms of planning, you need to revisit those plans, make them real, and get engagement from all stakeholders. And secondly, you need to plan for various scenarios. Queen Victoria passed away on the Isle of Wight and she had to be sailed to shore. And from there, her coffin was pulled through the streets by sailors. So plan for various scenarios. You know, what if it rains? What if there's a thunderstorm? What if there's a transport disaster occurs? But also remember to plan for success. Thirdly, ensure that all other stakeholders have a plan too and ensure that they've planned for every eventuality as well. Number four, work with professionals. All emphasis needs to focus on achieving satisfactory in the first instance, and then leave it to the professionals. They're the ones who are experts in their field, the broadcasters, the cameramen and women, the religious leaders, the military. They're all professionals and professionals will deliver. That's what they train for. When you work with professionals, you can trust them to deliver. And number five, keep it simple. Make plans easy to execute and easy to understand. When you've got so many different and diverse stakeholders with a global audience looking down, you need to keep it simple. Mistakes happen when complexities build, so therefore we have to keep it simple. When you get the basics in place, then the personal touches will get remembered. So that's it, proper planning, plan for scenarios, ensure others have a plan, work with professionals and keep it simple. That's it for the Thick Red Line. Thanks for tuning in and our thoughts are with the nation and the royal family.